What is up, guys? This is the Vulgarians Podcast. This is Eric. I'm here in Denver, Colorado with Rick from the Brass Tax Podcast and his sister, Alex, who will be taking Christian's spot as the chick on the mic. <laughs> Thank you for having me, Eric. Okay. Thank you for so, having me, Eric. So much sex appeal coming from over there. <laughs> so... Dude, Denver's pretty fucking sweet. Thank you. Uh, I've been, I say thank you as if I built the city, but... I mean, you know, you're the one that drug me out here, so... Fair enough. But yeah, I've just laid high in the house, and we've watched shitty movies all all weekend. It's It's been great. Yeah, all it's, week. It's been very nice. It's also been very nice having the uh, the uh, inebriated, highbrow conversations circling, like, different conspiracy theories and whatnot. Oh, yeah. I feel like we've, we've solved a lot of the world's problems over the past three days. I really yeah. enjoyed my lecture on aliens. <laughs> yeah. We're going to actually try to repeat Just, that on the next episode that'll be coming out probably Wednesday or Thursday. I can't wait. We're going to get high on some Jewish apple cake. That's right. And uh, talk to some conspiracies for that episode, but let's dive into this one. So you do a lot of writing for your show, Brass Tags, right? Absolutely. Constantly. Literally every day. Have you ever like written any bits out or... As like, far as like, do you do you write any sketch comedy out? Uh, as far as sketches and stuff like that, very rarely. Like, of, of course, I've got like the characters and the voices that I do, like Denry and you yeah. know, like the little shit voices and stuff. But uh, no, not bits, not so much. Um, segments, yes. That's a that's kind of a newer thing for us because uh, when Brass Tax first started, Adam and I were. It was it was just, it just centralized around uh, conversation and just shit that's been happening that week. But um, we kind of started structuring our show a little bit more as far as like segmenting and making sure that there was a there was an actual framework for the show rather than just two fucking potheads telling you what yeah. we, or telling the audience what we hate. I mean, it's it's I've realized it's turned into a forty hour a week job. Yeah, exactly. That's the biggest thing that I didn't realize in uh, getting into podcasting. Like, not only did we get into it about a decade too late, but um, no shit. Yeah, the market's severely oversaturated, and I mean, I, and you can't even say it's not like music where there's a lot of shitty stuff out there. There are a lot of really, really good shows out there, and so it does make it um, a place to compete for sure. I mean, my first involvement into anything like this was I was working with a buddy of mine, Bill, at a retail place, and we were like trying to come up with a YouTube series yeah. for. Uh, how shitty it is to work in retail. Yeah. Oh God. That's so it was just like trying to write out show like episode plot lines. Right. And it's just, it was so time consuming and we didn't really have the budget for anything. So this was totally awesome to give me an outlet. In fact, yeah. just so you guys know, Rick is the whole reason that I'm doing this podcast. Oh, get out of here. It's true. He I talked was, me I into was it. Chloroformed and I just woke up. So yeah, we kidnapped her. She Eric's didn't a, want to be here. Eric, you're a very sweet boy. I appreciate that. I, I know, right? I, I give shout outs when they're due. And I enjoy your show like a motherfucker. You're you're impressive in the fact that like you came out your first episode hot out of the gate. Like it was very it was funny as shit. It was entertaining. It continues right, to be I'll funny. Give it that for sure. Yeah, I mean, I've been trying to do radio for like I wanted to get into radio ten years ago when Jason Ellis was on XM. Right, like, right. Faction radio. It was a great show. That was a really good show. Awesome. I think like, he's still on, isn't he? Yeah, he is. They moved it to like faction talk though. Right. But, um, yeah, I know they've switched formats a few times. Yeah. Like factions now more of like the alternative talk shows. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, Jim you... and Sam and all that exactly. stuff. But radio's dead. Let's just face it. Radio is it's, fucking dead and in the ground. Yeah. It's, it's in, it's, uh, and this is in the throes of death. Yeah. So 
podcasting's literally the future of everything. Right. So, and where a lot of people fuck up is getting into niches. Right. So our podcasts are so broad that we can like literally dabble into anything. Exactly. That's why, that's why like in the initial phase of figuring out what we wanted to do as a show, um, I'll, I'll tell you right now, like the main influence for our show, Brass Tax Podcast, is uh, Opie and Anthony, which was, they started out as like a couple of shock jocks in uh, New York and they moved around from like uh, Boston. I think if I remember correctly, they were in Philly. I could be wrong about that though, but either way, um, they kind of paved the way for kind of how we structure our show. It's just kind of like, you know, we, we try not to be phony or we try not to play characters yeah. as much as just tell you true stories, how we're actually feeling. I tell a lot of stories about, you know, past crimes I've committed and whatnot. And my andro- my androgynous sexuality is always a topic <laughs> for discussion. But yeah, that, I mean, that's the thing is like, we all, we all uh, got our influences from uh, these you know, these radio Titans, but that industry is just dying a slow death. And it's, it's mainly due to the fact that the people overseeing like the actual programs, like the program directors and things like that, they do not have their fingers on the pulse of what people want to hear. They play it safe. And it's all about keeping the advertising dollars because that's the only thing that's keeping these, these fucking shows alive anymore. They're using their fingers for something else. It seems and they ask. Don't don't accuse us of no me too's after this shit. By the way, <laughs> we don't need, we don't, what the fuck? Oh Nailed shit! It. Oh shit! He's got the sound drop. I oh, did. No. Yeah, Christian's not with us today, so I wanted her to be here oh. in spirit. It was something I was waiting until we started your show to can, do. Can we hit that one more time? Absolutely. This one's for you, Christian. <laughs> Fucking maniacal so laugh. Yeah, oh, I man. love it. I, I love it. Too. Uh, that's from it. your first episode by the way i have oh, a, i have a cache yeah. of all your episodes so hell yeah, yeah. downloading <laughs> yeah download all the episodes guys download the vulgarians podcast yeah. download brass tax podcast help us out don't be dicks we're all we're on any platform where podcasts can be found itunes spotify uh red circle everywhere Stitcher, yeah anywhere Check if it you, out. If you find something that we're not on email us yeah let us know <laughs> yeah um you, you can't find me anywhere but uh, my job. We're going to find you in a fucking ditch. You just, keep on. Uh, just my job. <laughs> anyway, um, what plugs do you have? Let's plug early and then oh, plug plugs. At the end. Um, well, Brass Tax Podcast, of course, with uh, hosts Rick and Adam, me being Rick. Um, Adam was actually supposed to be here with us today, but he contracted the coronavirus and he has been shitting hot coffee water all day. This is true. I've seen pictures. It's fucking. Terrible. It's grotesque, but yeah, yeah you can uh, follow us on Instagram at the Real Brass Tax, like our Facebook page. It's just Brass Tax Podcast. Um, catch us everywhere. Podcasts are available. Hell yeah! Thank you, sir. I wouldn't have it any other way. <laughs> I yeah, know. Do you I, have I need... a Patreon or, any, or anything? Like oh no, no. Right? Actually, I've got we've uh, Daddy Adam and I have some uh, some plans that we're scheming on right now because we want to offer the listener. We want to give them the most bang for their buck when we do roll out and finally start, you know, asking for some financial support. We're still in our early days, and so we're we're just trying to bring the beautiful listener the best quality show that we possibly can. As you should. As just, we all should. Yeah, I don't want to get in any more, like, online fights. I have a tendency to get roped into those quite a bit, so I want to make sure I it's got my eggs so in a basket. Easy. It's so easy to do. Yeah, it's, it's tough. It's I'm tough. just arguing <laughs> with some fucking retard for like five hours on Facebook yeah. most of the time. Over some fucking dumb bullshit. Over yeah. nonsensical irritants that no one else would ever bother to and step And I thrive out. in it. 
that's the sad thing is like I get off to it. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is kind of like a guilty pleasure to to break someone down emotionally over a keyboard. Yeah, you're just <laughs> in your nothing quite like it. Yeah, in the comfort of your own home. <laughs> and Twitter's become a cesspool for me for it. Oh like, yeah, it's toxic as fuck. Absolutely, Twitter. I mean, dude, you gotta give them some kind of uh, credence. I mean, I I kind of frown upon a lot of YouTube's policies as far as like what they'll allow and what they won't. YouTube, I mean, uh, Twitter's pretty wide open. As long as you're not, like, a blatant white supremacist or something like that, you can get away with a lot of shit. Yeah, unless you're, like, Alex Jones saying oh, yeah. that uh, school shootings are staged by the government. Yeah, exa- yeah, that wasn't a good look. Come on, Al. No, <laughs> no Alex Jones is just like, so uh, we got a false flag here. We got a false flag situation. I think the government's involved. There's multiple shooters. Uh, the, the, the kids were actors. The parents were actors. The school never existed. Well, I'm glad you brought that point up there, Alex, because I can tell you for a fact, I was there at Sandy Hook, and I watched and I witnessed the janitorial staff painting the walls with thermite paint. (laughs) (laughs) You want to talk about a debacle? Look here, Jesse, I'm just trying to eat my big bowl of Texas chili and forget my children's names. Oh, oh, well, you, you go ahead and you believe whatever you want to, pal. Have you ever been in the armed service? Look here, Jesse. Are you just going to buy my dick pills and my bone broth and you can just get on your way? Or are you going to say something of value around here? Yeah, let, let, why don't we talk about some of those supplements that you're uh, you're pitching out there to the public? Let's talk about beta brain or whatever it is you got out there. Look here, Jesse. I got the best selenium, the best water filters, the best bone broth, the best everything. I think you're starting to sound a little bit like POTUS. Don't you dare compare me to POTUS. <laughs> or what, Alex? You gonna turn me gay? <laughs> <You're> st- again? <laughs> Look here, just because a man jacks off to transsexual porn does not mean he's gay. Oh, shit. I've said it once, I'll say it a thousand times. Adam brought this up on a past episode. There is nothing wrong with tranny porn. Nothing wrong with a feminine penis. Not at all. Traps aren't gay. They're never gonna be gay. And if, if, if it's passable enough, I really don't care. I mean, come on now. Yeah, I we're mean, you just, don't want to look like a troglodyte. Well, we're all just looking for some friction at the end of the day. That's all this is. Hot butt. Yeah, I don't care. Feminine penis. That's just a great couple you of like words. That? Yeah, I like I like those words together. <laughs> <laughs> However, I have seen some, uh, some trans ams that are swinging some fucking hammer. Like, so that is his code word. So whenever you hear that in the Brass Tax podcast, you'll know what he's talking about. Yeah, you know. It's either Trans Am or Firebird. You can't go wrong. It's all good vernacular. We just call them traps or troglodytes. They yeah. f- they fit under one of the two category- categories. Yeah. Jesus Christ, I'm kind of drunk and high right now. There's no well, way. I don't believe you. You okay. don't believe me? I haven't just been eating edibles for four days. There's Absolutely a, not. There's a learning curve to the partying aspect of, uh, of throwing down at altitude, I will say. Yeah, it's definitely an uphill battle. Yeah, yeah. Some would say. <laughs> Basically, it's all of the symptoms that you would experience if you were diabetic. Dry mouth. Yeah, there's <laughs> a lot of that. Well, others. I haven't drank any water, really, on this trip. Ooh, when, see, that's when the do thing you, drink you gotta water? do. Is there a time that you drink water more than others? Like, Yeah, ever? like when I'm home. You drink water at home? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't out here. I just bought a big bottle of bourbon. Right. Started chug-a-lugging. Ever since I quit drinking, water and coffee is like all I have now. But the problem with that is that... The mixture of water and coffee, it kind of softens up everything in your tummy. So as soon as you have like a cup and a half or something like that, I'm immediately just hovering over the bowl because I got fire hole. Well, I mean, look, the minute you wake up every morning, 
and you're like, all right, I'm going to have some coffee yeah. and go smoke. It's like somebody punches the ejection button on your asshole. Yeah, exactly. It's a, just a purge. <laughs> just fucking... I don't think they had to. Did you guys ever have elasticity there after your teen years? I, I've got enough elasticity yeah. in my asshole sure? where I don't really need yeah, to be I, worrying about it. Yeah, I clench pretty good. I do butthole kegels sometimes, you know? That's important, too. Yeah, you don't want to be, like, walking through Walmart or some shit and shit your pants. Yeah. Oh, like dude. Like my co-host did that one time. Oh, yeah, yeah. Dude, that was great, by the way. I love a good story about somebody shitting their pants, especially if it's a female. She didn't want to do it. She didn't want to do the story. I was like, no, you have to do this. It was so worth it. I'm so glad you guys yeah. did. Christian, don't be a, don't be ashamed of that girl. We all poo-poo yeah. every once I mean, in a while. The Lots fact that it, laughs from that one. you didn't ruin your cloth seats. Just right. That's a that's shit. a win right there. Yeah. That's, there's nothing worse though when, especially like if you're in traffic or something like that. I used to have a pretty long commute when I worked out in Boulder, and that's pretty much like a 30, 35 minute drive to where I used to be. But I swear to God, dude. I would uh I would just be kind of like white knuckling it because all I did was like when I was working there I was just drinking shots all day long I wouldn't eat any food nothing like that so when I got home I would just let loose the most gross black cancer shits you've ever seen in your life just spilling all over the goddamn place I was an animal <laughs> it was not cool <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ yeah daddy, well, I mean, daddy had a problem congrats to one year of sobriety dude yes thank you thank you very much like laud me. Appreciate me. Glad you're here, man. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, no, I was I was on my quick way out, dude. I was feeling it. There was there was definitely a point where you gotta you gotta call a spade a spade. <laughs> yeah, that that wedding was pretty telling. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that that was the thing is like I was hanging out with Eric at uh, my sister Alex's wedding here, and uh, you don't say. we didn't have liquor. They had beer and wine, so I was just crushing glass glass. Yeah, dude, it was out of control. Try the wine. And then I'm just wobbling around like a <laughs> motherfucker. Sorry, we're going to be using some brass tag sound effects every once in a while. That's yeah. my favorite. I'm, I'm, I'm welcoming the soundboard. I want one. Yeah. This bad boy's almost paid off, too. About one more day. I think they draft the final payment, and then daddy's Ooh. credit score is going up. Ooh, so good. I'm out here trying to get me a new whip. I'm over here cruising around Fuck the shipmobile. Yeah. <laughs> so, did you see Corey Feldman has a new documentary coming out to expose the Hollywood pedophile ring? I did, and I am very happy that it's actually going to be shown because apparently he's been working on this for a few years now, right? Yeah. I know. Well, he he's only going to air it one time, which is weird to me. That's kind of dicey in my uh, so. In if my you want to see it, you have to pay the money, and every journalist is going to see it. Well, the what, thing what does the documentary have in it? What what is? It's basically saying how Hollywood is just fucking children for right. He's for he's fun. essentially exposing a Hollywood pedophile ring, and mm. it's gonna be yeah, he's it's gonna like be Harvey Weinstein, names. but for kids, right? Because I mean, Corey it, Feldman he went through a lot of things as a child actor, and he experienced a lot of these things, and apparently he wants to like name names and kind of get it all out in the open. Did you oh. hear the title of it? No, it's called. A rape of two Corys. Oh wow, that's a very because no one knew that happened. <laughs> that's a very edgy Let's title. Pay for it. We should all pay for yeah, it. Truth, uh, a rape of two Corys. Right. Yeah. This actually happened. I got butt fucked. Yeah. No way. Well, I mean, so he caught a lot of shit over his first documentary. He did a tale of two Corys. Right. If you would like to go ahead and play that Did you say trailer, the tale? The tale of two Corys? A tale of two Corys. <laughs> right. So and, let, uh, let's go ahead and... Two Corys being Corey Feldman and Corey Haim, who has since butts. passed. Rest, rest in peace. <laughs> Don't look at me like yeah. that. So, yeah, this is the trailer, I guess, then? Yep. For the documentary. 
we will not be on YouTube now. Yeah. Fuck you. Fuck YouTube anyway with their DMCAs. Okay, so let me get this straight. Your name is Corey. My name is Corey. You're an actor. <laughs> I'm an actor. Whoa, man. Watch this shit, Corey's? dude. Oh my god, am I even allowed to hang out? My name's not Corey. The guy definitely fucked him. Oh yeah. Yeah. Where did you learn to do that? Michael Jackson. Uh-oh. That's not a good sign. You got Hollywood Squares later today. Shows like that are for people at the end of their careers. You're just getting started. I made a lot of really bad decisions for my career. Shows these two toddlers in the Playboy Mansion. Yeah, dude, and the hairstyles are killing I love how, like, Feldman is, uh, it just went to a clip of, like, Feldman getting his dick sucked in the front seat of a car. Yeah, yeah. But if you keep watching it one second, you're going to see Corey Haim just get brutally ass fucked oh all right well Wait, i gotta what? see this now yeah. I'm not, i would like to see that turn well, the computer okay well then i won't be able to see very well you're gonna have to crane, why don't you lean over crane your fucking neck over use your core muscles this is a boys club come on man just close your eyes pretend i'm a girl uh oh you want to be in the boys club don't you i guess uh smarmy fucking dude like all coked out. This like trailer went south fast. <laughs> what am I looking at here? Huh? What is this? Pews! You continue Pews! Pews! Throw it all away. Are you high? <laughs> now, I thought I was the bad one. You're fired. Fired? Yeah, man, maybe we shouldn't work together anymore. What's this shit? <laughs> They keep going back and forth from like dark to like this light. Let's talk about how you let me get raped by a guy that you used to hang out with. <laughs> oh, wow. We need a doctor here. <laughs> yeah, he got in a lot of shit from Corey Haim's family. I imagine so. About that, they're like, you literally just rolled our fucking son. Dog. Dug him up and threw him in front of the bus. Well, dog, if you got ass fucked and only one of your best friends knew, would you be, like, super pumped that they were just well, out there throwing your shit around? What's funny is, like, Feldman's like, yeah, I'm getting my dick sucked by chicks and shit while my boys get, like, ran out through all the Weinstein types. Yeah, that's that's kind of rough. And the, it's so creepy. He calls it the boys club. Yeah. Well, as soon as he like puts that fucking arm around Corey Haim in the, in the trailer, the tone of the music drops to yeah, it. It's, it's like, like, Oh, bum, bum. yeah. Shit. Why don't you come under the back bathroom with me and let me play with your little Peter. Oh my God. <laughs> oh. Who wants to be a big movie star? Here's some cocaine. Now drop your drawers. Yeah. Think of it as a fire hose with some white cream coming out of the end. That's right. Stir that macaroni. You you want this roll, don't you? Dude, that's pretty tough, though, because, like, we're just now kind of starting to see the veil be pulled back on uh, Hollywood and also a, a number of other people in positions of power that have used that power to essentially just fuck everyone around them. But just imagine how long and how deep this whole thing goes. And Are we long just and deep. peeling that curtain back now? Well, I mean, as a society, we're just now starting to make all this thing out. Like, now it's okay for victims to speak out, whereas before, that meant your career. Yeah, you were meant... done. You weren't going to get cast in shit. Exactly. So instead. And so, and I mean, no one's saying it's right, but that's the, that's the problem, you know? It's like, it, it, all this shit went unnoticed and swept under the rug for so long. I mean, if you think about how the average citizen handled, like, uh, pedophiles and things like that in the past 
I've I've heard. I mean, I have friends who have been molested or sexually abused as children. Who they would bring it to their parents, and their parents would just ignore it or tell them like, "Oh no, that's not exactly how it happened," and shit like that. And it's a real fucking problem. I mean, I've got friends that have gone through this, and then you see how it affects them in their adult years, and that's a massive hurdle to have to try and handle when your parents could have stepped in and done what they're supposed to do in the first place. Yeah, I mean, you can look at it in multiple, like, different aspects. It's people that are, like, taking advantage of just other people. It doesn't really matter if they're children actors. Right. Uh, female actors. Even dude act- The dude from Kick-Ass had to eat a bitch's muff to, like, get his role. Right, which, I mean, that's a, that's a tough thing, too. I'd have to... It's tougher when it's done to a guy because, like, when I heard you say that, um, I immediately thought, like, all right, I need to see what she looks like before I get offended. Which I know, I know that's not right. That's not cool. But in well, my that's head, the whole teacher thing. Like every, ch- what drives me fucking crazy is every teacher that like fucks an underage student yeah. is like hot as shit. Exactly. It's like where and the fuck like, was she? Where, yeah, where the fuck were you when I would need some extra credit? And then I'm like, oh, I looked in the mirror and I was like, that's why. Well, with me, I just like I, I asked myself that question. Then I realized, like, all right, dude, you're fucking like 14. And you're you're dressed like a Jedi, waving a lightsaber around while the cars are waiting, or well, like everybody's like waiting for their mom to pick them up. Well, there was definitely an autistic in the group because I saw a picture of one kid who had a bowl cut. Yeah, and it's like 2017. This <laughs> well, kid had was a fucking D- bowl cut. Who was it, Dylan Roof? I mean, it could have been like if Dylan Roof had about 60 more pounds on him. Yeah, they would have looked alike. Well, I totally understand fucking a retard, though, because, like, they generally have huge hogs, and they're really good at keeping secrets. Well, I mean, that brain power goes down, like, the bigger your dick is, obviously. Right. I feel like, like it's like there's a, a correlation there. It's like a To Kill a Mockingbird situation, where, yeah. like, the, the one dude's fucking the chick. You know, he's just a big old lummox, but you know he's swinging that big old baseball Got bat down there. Got a fucking hammer. He's just shoving that delicious gift inside that guy's wife until he eventually kills her. <laughs> old broad had it coming. Trying to take oh, it down to the fuck. bag like a champion. Oh my god, dude. <laughs> it's like, and all those kids look half fucking retarded. Yeah, like wide between the eyes, looking like Sid from Ice Age and shit. Yeah, that's a tough look for a kid. Like looking like Arya Stark. The, you should be. Oh my god, Arya Stark's a very handsome young woman. <laughs> <laughs> She's gross. That, that Super Bowl ad was just cringy as fuck. She gives me an innie. Ooh. I hate seeing her. I liked her dagger work, but other than that, I can't get on board with her. I wouldn't. I'd fuck a corpse before I fucked her. A White Walker? Yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. Some frozen northern pussy. That's right. Oh, I wouldn't mind fucking one of those wildlings. You know, those. Dude, I feel like they could get down now. I mean, they do some crazy shit. Well, it won't be vanilla with them. What, I did mean, you say a, what is a wildling? A wildling? A wildling, a wildling from Game of Thrones. Oh, I don't watch that. What is it? Explain. Are you fucking kidding? No, we're what not explain- We're not going into the intricacies of Game of Thrones. We'll just watch just it. Just watch the first seven seasons. The, the last no. season. <laughs> <Stop> shit. <laughs> yeah, season eight. Mm. Hit it. Give us a good old car crash. <laughs> we don't need it. Uh, they could just like retcon all of season eight. Just pissed me off. Brand the broken. You mean Brand the burden, the one that you have to fucking push around for the rest of time while he fucking decides what everything or what's best for everyone else. Yeah, we we've seen in the past. It's really great to have fucking really young world leaders. And everybody around him dies horribly. Yeah, that blind piece of shit. <laughs> fucking. fucking Hodor just 
gets murked immediately. Yeah, exactly. He had he had no qualms with letting a retard take a fucking take one for the team while he got away. Like you, you're like in that era, you were viewed as like subhuman if you had any deformity at all. Well, that's my thing. Is like if they would have seen this crippled little burden being pulled around on a sled, they wouldn't have made him a king. That that whole thing would have never gone down the way it did. No. It would have been like, fucking food for Hodor. Hodor would have molested him and killed him and then eaten him. Eaten him. Pushed him out that fucking window a second time. Yeah, exactly. That was the, uh, that's what, you know, that's what got me hooked on that show, right? I, I was, I was kind of like not into it until Jamie Lannister pulls out of that fucking sister of his and fucking pushes that kid out the window. I was like, I'm in, I'm a hundred percent in at this point. Now I wish I wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> like a waste of fucking eight years of my life. Yeah, I mean, dude, it's what are you gonna do, man? What are you gonna do? It's it was a great show. Yeah, they dropped the ball a little bit, but that's the Seven problem. Seasons were great, right? Well, the thing with me is that I'm getting sick of how much of an influence the consumer has. So I think, in my in my humble opinion, I don't really know shit. So I think that the production staff and the writing staff of the show were under an immense amount of pressure from the consumer to get everything and every little detail that the consumer wanted in that show. And we've seen in the past that when a production company or whenever, like, especially when they do movies or remake movies or a movie adaptation on something, generally they miss the mark because they're trying too hard. Look at how they redesigned the image of Sonic the Hedgehog for the movie. Bunch of fucking autistics got behind a keyboard and just blasted the company until they changed it for them. Now it's the internet hive mind. Right, right. Like it, the internet's transformed into this weird, like socialist fucking autistic hive mind. Yeah. It's yeah. normally a bunch of neckbeard faggots on a computer screaming on Twitter. Exactly. Exactly. And my, that's the whole thing. Like with my show, Adam and I are not shy about saying, fuck the listener. If you have a problem with anything that we're doing, or if you are like getting pushy about what you want on the show, we welcome suggestions and stuff like that, but get uppity with us and it's go fuck your mother. Well, the funny thing to me is like all the people that are like, oh man, you should have me on your show. I'm like, no. no. Yeah, what the fuck do you what bring the to the fuck? table? You want to come in here and talk a bunch of dumb shit and you're going to act, you're just going to be sitting here on a mic looking stupid. That's a pet peeve of mine because every fucking person and their brother under the sun thinks that they can sit in front of a microphone and be entertaining. Dude, we have this kid back in Myrtle. And dox I'm, him. Dox I'm, him. I'm going to dox him right now. <laughs> he goes by the rap name Young Vital. Young Vital, bro. He he keeps sharing like our podcast post, thinking we're gonna keep like have him on. Yeah, like literally one of his is verbatim. Go check out my friend's podcast. It's great. It's hilarious. They might even have me on one day. Check oh, it out. He's oh man, that's sad because like yeah, he's supporting you, but at the same time, it's like you you don't. Uh, well, I hit him with the the quick hit. I was just like, "What's your favorite part of this week's episode?" He deleted the whole post. Oh, what the fuck? Yeah. Yo, can can we, like, play some of his music or something like Yo, that? Or I just want to see him. Pull it the fuck up, dude. Is he a SoundCloud guy? <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, definitely. You I guess I should Young Vital, and you know how Young's fucking spelled Is amongst, it y- the, amongst the Democratic community. <laughs> I see what you did there. Yeah, you like that throw into your shit? Yeah, that's, I mean, I, I had to start coming up with, um, I had to Code start coming words. up with certain nomenclature you as not. start coming. Well, yeah, in general, I just had to start coming. But what was his name? Young Vital? Yeah. Did Consider this your shout-out, bro. Is that him? Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. He did a song about Heather Elvis. 
Are you and, kidding me? Yeah, no. He like looped Nancy Grace's shit onto it. Too soon, you fuck boy. What are you doing? Dude, me and my brother like photoshopped his face into a gay porn scene. Do you remember? Um, just, you can just play any of the songs. They're they're all fucking terrible. Here, this one's called Michael Myers. None of this shit's fucking copyrighted, so I really don't care. Let's see. This one's called Michael Myers. Oh shit. Oh shit. Alright, this is actually kinda cool. Yeah, he's actually coming to his own. Fuck, alright. Well, all right, you know what? I'm sorry. sorry. I talk shit on you. Yo, young vital in the motherfucking house. Yeah, What's up, cuz? Alright, I take back everything I said, dog. Yeah, sorry, pimp. Yeah, I Damn. was just saying shit from ten years ago. Alright, I, I fuck with this. Dog, I was so prepared to start tearing this dude apart yeah. until I heard that. Nah, like I actually <laughs> fuck with. All right, let's do another track. You know what? This is, we'll give him a legitimate shout out. Yeah, I actually, I'm sorry, dude. I haven't listened to your current shit. Yeah, and I feel bad too because like I was just gonna go on. Yeah, on. I wanted to like eviscerate you, and I can't. Yeah, your shit's fire. Let's give one more track a listen. See, this if is he, his newest track. What's the name of the track? Money in the Grave remix. All right, Young Vital. I also want my chips with the dip. Damn right. As every American should have. Alright, dude. Let's get like, to the music. Yeah, like, speed this shit up, bro. God damn, man. Like, in the fucking rebel with my flaws, yeah. Oh Alright, beat wise, I'm digging it. And he, I, I fuck mean, with it. For a SoundCloud rapper, he's got cadence and shit like that. I can't really talk shit, yeah, dude. Yeah, dude, I can't even talk shit. Like, and I wanted to so bad. Yeah, no, I was like, prepared I was holding it. this for this podcast. Well, I was taking it on good authority that it sucked because, you know, like, I trust your opinion. I haven't listened to it for, like, ten years. He's been doing this shit for ten fucking years. God damn. All right, well, shit. I mean, fuck, Proved you us know wrong. what? That doesn't happen a lot. Young Vital, we'll we'll give it to you. We'll give it to you, right? Yeah, man. Right I there. I take back everything I said initially because yeah, that, that shit was. I mean, I cut your fucking noise pollution intros down, but other than that, well, those are also very popular amongst the Democratic community. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that'll. That's not I don't very. Know why? It's just that. like let's just go ahead and get into this shit. Don't edge me. <laughs> that's true that yeah a lot of rap songs are like that it's just it's a, it's tantamount to edging and then when the beat drops you're like oh you yeah. just let it all go like i gotta clean my underwear after that but yeah i mean shit gotta give credit where credit's due i can't really talk shit about that i mean you know what fair enough i'll give it to him go listen <laughs> to young vital yeah man if that's your if that's your thing get yeah, it Yeah, if you if you like the hippity hop go listen to young vital that track, Michael Myers, was that was a slapper, dog. I mean, I can't really yeah, say I mean, shit. Yeah, I mean, honestly, like, I, I really wanted you to play something shitty, but... No, I know. Like, I immediately felt like a fuckboy as soon as that beat kicked in. I was, I was like, like, oh, no! I was like, god damn, man. I know, this man can rap. All right, so let, let's move on. Yeah. Jackass 4. It was oh, yeah. just announced. It's coming out 2021, I think, in March? Well, their cast is a little light this time. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're, they're down a member. He's extra crispy yeah he fucked up 
There was a, there was a death in the family. Oh, wait, hold on. I got a fart. Oh, uh, yeah. Do it in the mic, man. Oh, we got there. <laughs> That's our first fart that was picked up on the show, dude. Nailed it. Insert Rick getting fucking pink eye from having it that close to his face now. Well, that also speaks to my elasticity. You heard how hard that was to get out. I don't know. It's, I mean, I heard it grunt a little bit. Daddy's boy pussy tight as fuck. He doing the, ke- the prison kegels. Yeah, prison wallet stays closed. So, let's talk about Jackass 4. Yeah. So... We watched Jackass 3 yesterday. They don't have anything like that. I feel bad for this generation. Yeah, they coming up. They had a little bit of the Dudesons or whatever. Yeah, but now it's just like a bunch of YouTubers being fuckboys and like they're driving Lamborghinis off of fucking cliffs and shit. Be like, ah, look how I throw money away. God, I wish they would drive off those cliffs. There's <laughs> like nothing worse than people like Jake that. Jake and Aaron Paul, like just yeah. total pieces of shit human it's beings. Fucking Hitler wet dreams running around yeah. fucking filming dead bodies. <laughs> Real cute, dude. <laughs> Why don't you get another underage girl in your house? <laughs> I don't know. I, I just gum. made that up. I'm just assuming that happened. <laughs> you I would, uh, we we denounce any of that talk around here. Don't sue me. Don't yeah. sue this podcast, please. I was joking. Don't take it to heart, you fucking pussy. You know they would. They'd be like, they're they're illegitimate. And I'm just like, what the fuck? Yeah, come over here and fight me, cuz. In fact, shout us out. Yeah, just that shameless plug. Please try to fucking, like, sue us. That'd be great. That would be a lot of notoriety. I mean, what did you do when Jackass was on the air? Did you have any, like, teen angst? What do you think I did? I did exactly what I saw on TV. I did did the opposite of what that stupid little Skull and Crossbones message told you. Yeah. No, he literally kicked me right in the lips many, many times. It was all accidental. Did you deserve it? Are you kidding me? You fucking know her. You know it was. Uh, you know it was on purpose, and you know she deserved it. I'm not gonna come out. Actually, she. The first time I ever broke a bone was due to Alex. We Alex and I. <laughs> Alex and I grew up very poor, so we had to make up games. And so one of the, one of the games that we made up was one of us lays on your back, the other one tries to run as fast as they can and jump over the other one, while the other one kicks them out of the air and tries to make them bust their ass. We did this right before we ate Kool Aid powder for dinner. Yeah, it, okay, it wasn't quite that bad, but. <laughs> Dude, so we were in our little playroom. Alex is on her back, right? And I go to jump over. She kicks my ass sideways, and my fucking big toe snaps in half. <laughs> oh, it really was your own fault, though. Like, At I least was you guys chilling. weren't, you know, eating Kool-Aid packets at Jonestown or anything. Yeah, that's true. We could have had a... There could have been a worse scenario there. I can't really bitch too much, you know? Like, even... I have a lot of friends that grew up with money and, like, you know, not a lot of love in the household and shit like that. It was kind of... There's, there's a lot of that. Yeah, yeah, it's better when you come right out of the gate without the love. And then yeah. the poor, you know. And you're poor and have no it love. It comes it's in like, a little easier. <laughs> you're just beaten down at that point. You're like, yeah, fuck it. This is life. Just getting you ready. Yeah, getting you ready yeah. for the real world. These these poor fucking kids with their participation trophies and trust funds, they have no clue what the world's actually like. Oh, I know. And that, that leads me to, uh, I know we were talking about this the other night, but I still, I, I wholeheartedly believe that if you teach middle school through through any time, even into college, teachers should be allowed to hit the kids. 100%. Have so you seen these little fuck these little fuck capital heads? punishment. Absolutely, 100%. <laughs> I I see videos on YouTube and on Facebook all the time these little fucking assholes just like getting one over on the teachers cuz like they know they're not going to get hit and I love I feel so bad for the teachers that snap but I love the videos where the teachers just had enough and they just body the kid because that's that's what you have to do. We're still animals innately. The we body. have yeah, that's the thing, though, is, like, we're animals in nature, and, like, we have these base 
instincts. And if you, if somebody lets you get one over on them, you're going to continuously exploit that. Yeah. I mean, the worst thing that they ever did was like, get rid of spankings in school. Yeah. yeah. 100%. When I was a kid, um, parents could still sign forms to allow the teacher to hit you, but my parents never did that. We were assholes to so many fucking teachers, dude. Right. Like, I remember in high school, we had a shop class where we had this, let's just call him not all there. Right. As most shop teachers, they're either well, no, not no, all... This was a substitute. Oh, okay. So he would, like, they would hire him. He was mentally challenged, like 100%. Like, <laughs> I'm sensing a theme in this episode. Yeah. <laughs> there, there's a mentally challenged substitute teacher, but they had him come and teach, like, our shop class, which is... Literally an excuse for us to go smoke weed out in the woods and fight each other. Yeah, yeah. It turns into Lord of the Flies really quickly yeah. with a substitute. Like, whoever holds the screwdriver has all the power. Yeah, exactly. So Nobody wants one of those in the ribcage. Well, he led us out into the shop class, and eventually, like, a bunch of people just told him to stand in a trash can, and he did it. What? Oh, no. Yeah, and they wrapped him in chicken wire and just left him in there. <laughs> okay, so that asshole had that coming. Yeah, that's really weird. I was like gluing balsa wood while you guys were like kidnapping teachers. <laughs> right. Well, no, my my wood shop experience was a little bit different. Like me and my uh, me and my buddy, we were basically building. You know how they have you do the balsa wood bridges, and then like at the no, end of I the, didn't know that. I was building skate ramps and shit. Oh, okay. Well, we were a little less hands on, but like they gave us balsa wood, and they basically like the first project we did was build these balsa wood bridges and then at the end of the week they would hang a bucket under it and they would pour sand in it <laughs> to see the integrity like to see who was yeah. the dumbest and then whoever's could hold the most weight won or right. whatever so in the middle of building our bridges i remember the guy there was a guy a particular student he was he was a rap scallion we'll say he was always in in the administrative offices and whatnot but my buddy and i were talking shit about nelly the rapper we were talking shit about Nelly and the Saint Lunatics, which which we were just doing this to get him riled up because we knew he really loved Nelly and the Saint Lunatics, and so did I. I, I to this day, Murphy Lee is probably one of my favorite dudes. Oh, he's great. Well, what would you say? So we were just talking about how Nelly wears a bandaid because his boyfriend <laughs> beats him and stuff like that, and I he knew covers it. his I bruises. Knew it was that. Yeah, and so we were we were talking about you know various viscous fluids that may go in or out of his asshole in certain <laughs> increments oh, of time. Gross. But anyway. This young man got extremely upset, and so he grabbed one of the large razor blades that we were using to cut the balsa wood, and he grabbed my friend by the throat and backed him up into the wall and put the put the razor to his tummy. It was oh. like, say one more thing about Nelly again, I'll cut you up. And I I'm just sitting this. there. I'm just yeah. I'm just yeah. sitting there to the side, like, oh shit. It was and, really because like Nelly was the only one listening to him. His mom sure the fuck wasn't. So. Right, and so. <laughs> So, you know, I'm sitting there, I'm in a very actionable position because at that point, my karate wasn't that strong. I'd only been in like one knife fight and I was lucky because I had a Red Rider BB gun and I just hit the kid with the Red Rider BB gun and neutralized the situation. <laughs> just rifle butt the kid? Yeah, exactly. I, it, was the, it was my only recourse for action. But anyway, the the whole thing blew up in our faces and like, I feel bad because we were the ones that intentionally got him riled up. And because he did that, he ended up getting expelled and like... From there on, he ended up in jail a bunch of times. He never graduated, all this other shit. It just kind of snowballed from there. So, you know, <laughs> another example of me being just a fucking piece yeah, of shit. Yeah, it's definitely all your fault, you know, because that wouldn't have happened. Well, I mean, it, it, you don't want to be, you never want to think of yourself as the catalyst for somebody yeah. else's downfall. Well, you probably downfall. weren't, though. Like his mom, I mean, mom it is was. pretty rewarding <laughs> when you are, though. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, sometimes, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. there's sometimes where you're just like, ah, I brought that motherfucker down. <laughs> yeah, we got there. Oh, my God. Fuck yeah. Oh, uh, that's the best sound drop ever. <laughs> I'll, I'll send it to you. Yeah, please do. In case, um, in case Christian ever gets coronavirus, yeah, you need to stand in. I'm just like, ha, 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 ha. How funny yeah. would that be if you fooled your audience into thinking you did a whole episode with I her just, just on the soundboard of her? It's just a bunch of laugh tracks. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah I mean, that could work. I can isolate that fart for you too and send yeah, you that way. Do that. Uh, so, what's the craziest prank you ever pulled as a kid, dude? Oh, jackass style prank. Oh, uh, let, Alex, let's let's get in on this. Where's there's? I just remember like a lot of dog shit in bags when I was a kid. Like I would be like sitting there, you know, watching a show or making like a sandwich or whatever it was, and then like there would be this rapid beating on the door. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, what's like, what is it? Why is someone doing that so aggressively? Right. And I would turn around, and my mom would have like these huge like wide eyes, and there would be one of the neighbors there, and I'm like, shit, my brother fucking fucked up someone's shit again so and so uh there's like a bag of dog shit or something <laughs> on fire by itself smeared or whatever it might be so i'll, I'll go ahead and Sky, skylar <laughs> and i skylar and i growing up um skylar's my best friend growing up we've been hanging out for 22 years now he's in the room with us but um growing up we had a proclivity for using dog shit and everything that we did and it wasn't even something i did in person i told one of the neighborhood kids to go and gather a bunch of Skylar's dog's shit and put it in a plastic bag. And what we did was we just told them, we, we literally just told them go across the street and hang it on their door, hang it off the doorknob. What, but what this little psychopath does, this little psychopath, he wants to impress the big kids. So he goes across the street and he fucking bare hand smears it all over the all over the door and all over the fucking door oh. handle and he just leaves the rest of the shit on the mat. So the it's family the not. family that we hit, they all pull up at the same time in a van cuz they had all gone family grocery shopping and the dad has his hands full of grocery bags <laughs> and he walks over to the door oh. and he goes to touch it and he just he irks back really fast <laughs> and he like gets his face word. close to Skylar and I were watching the entire time from like the room. You could see out the window Skylar directly. Looks like he's about to piss himself right now. Dude. So check this out. The guy fucking, he's like so putting funny. his face close to the doorknob. He realizes what's all over his door and door <laughs> handle. And then he sees the bag of shit. He drops the groceries. He grabs the fucking plastic bag of dog duty <laughs> and he walks across the street swinging it like one of those gaucho things. And he just whips it into my bag. Backyard. Guy to start with, like. So so he whips it he whips it into my backyard, right? And then my mom calls Skylar's house and I answered the phone and my mom goes, You wouldn't happen to know why so and so is flinging dog shit into our yard from the street, would you? I was standing in the kitchen making fucking lunch. Like, <laughs> and, and I'm, like, no. I'm lying my fucking ass off. I'm like, no, not at all. She goes, get your ass home. So I'm in the shower, right? And I'm trying to avoid this whole matter. And my dad comes in and he goes, you didn't happen to smear dog shit all over so-and-so's door and shit, did you? I was like, to. I was like, no, no, I wouldn't do that. And I, I immediately ratted on the kid who did it, which like, was it my- could possibly be a mistake. You well, didn't like, happen to. Well, who the fuck else is coming up with that shit? <laughs> but anyway, I rat the kid out that actually did it, which was a bitch move on my part. And it actually ended up fucking me up because they called the fucking cops. Yeah, like so, that's fucking like out of the ordinary in it, our well, neighborhood. Well, this was literally like the this was literally like the 18th or 19th time we've done the dog shit thing. It was just a it was an old hat at this at this point. But he calls the cops. The cops go over to the kid's house who did it, 
<laughs> and his parents were not fucking around. Like they don't have senses of humor. They were like, they immediately went to my house because he rolled on me. The kid rolled on me immediately. He was like, oh, cops are here. Nope. Rick did it. Wait, who's, who's the kid? Well, I'll tell you afterwards. But, um, can you mouth it? Basically, no, but basically, <laughs> docs this poor dude. Yeah. Hey, he's hey. got a family and shit. He don't want to be known yeah. as the fucking shit, the shit smearing kid. <laughs> but, um, so what happened was is, he rolled on me. I got grounded. Not only did I get grounded, but his the kid's older brother was taking me to school every day, so I didn't have to ride the bus. We we both went to the same school, so his mom was like, his mom was like, and you're not getting a ride with my son anymore. So I had to start riding the regular bus, and then the, they the made me bus. they made me go over to the neighbor's house, and I had to walk in there and apologize to his whole family as they're sitting on the couches, and. <laughs> It was funny because the daughter, who Skylar and I had dated on and off as kids, the daughter was sitting there laughing her ass off as the cops were, de or as the dad was detailing oh, what I had know. been done. Like, oh. And he's like, shut up, it's not funny. And I'm over there trying not to laugh. I'm like, I'm so sorry, sir. It'll never happen again. It happened again. <laughs> but oh, that, let's, let's just all, like, be honest. Like, he deserved it. You no, uh, no, he did not. We were just shitty kids. What? We were, dude. I'm not gonna Shitty sit here smearing shit hey, on people's doors. You know what? I doors. think I'm gonna let yeah. you believe what you believe. But I'm literally. Yeah, go. I'm not gonna sit here and and try to pretend that I was like a fucking responsible kid. I was the worst one. Well, one clearly of, you're not responsible. You're fucking putting dog shit on people's well, I, houses. But that's but that's <laughs> no the one thing. said that. But that's the thing. We would get bored, and generally, generally, either me or like a couple other. There was a couple other bad apples, but like we always had to kind of like kick it up a notch. And like, like there was one time Skylar and I were hanging out at like two in the morning on the trampoline in his backyard. And one of our, one of our teachers from the school comes pulling up over to said neighbor's <laughs> house. And it was one of the hot teachers. Turns out she was fucking the older brother who was of age. It wasn't like anything hot, you know, like That's an underage really thing, but no we, hot boy shit, huh? we found out that not only was she pulling up late at night to go fuck this loser, but they were fucking in the shed out back like this old oh, raggedy right. well, ass shed uh, that was his bedroom so so what skylar and i and our, our other friends when they were around what we used to do is we would sneak across the street and we would grab sticks and rocks and shit and when they start getting into it we would just start pelting the fucking shed on the side of the shed with these fucking sticks and stuff and it was well, like a I mean, metal shed that's what you get for living with your parents when you're 40. but no we were just like little <laughs> cock blocks we were like if we can't if we can't have her no one can that was the mentality because we all wanted this woman she oh, was fuck, she dude. was drop dead gorgeous and she had an ass that could suffocate a pander. God damn. <laughs> Alex, do you have any cool teen angst stories? No, actually I was straight edge through most of my life. Yeah, right. Don't laugh at me. Don't look at me. Alex <laughs> smoked weed when she was like twelve. I didn't do that. <laughs> well, we'll just skip over you then. Alex sold me weed when she was twelve. <laughs> I, did, I didn't ever. Oh <laughs> not shit. Not even once. But no, the truth comes to light. That's definitely not my worst prank. I've I've like What's your worst? Worst probably wasn't a prank. Okay. But, um, so I like it. I like where it's going. And I got to be really careful about this, but like, all right. I got so, one that I have to kind of yeah. leave vague myself. So when I was a young teen, I was at a friend's house. I was playing around in the backyard. I was swinging around a boat oar. <laughs> and the dad, <laughs> the dad comes outside and he goes, Hey, <laughs> he says this verbatim. He goes, Hey, Get your poor little hands off my boat oar. <laughs> we got trouble. We got Their trouble. Their last name rhymes with Schmorter. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't them. But um, it was. no, it wasn't. But all right. So That's how you let it. me tell my fucking story. It was not them, and it was a, completely across town. But 
what happened was that pissed me the fuck off. And so later on, I spent the night at my friend's house and when everybody was asleep, I fucking opened the window and I went next door and like they had just built this fucking sunroom and I fucking doused it in gas and I burned it down. Oh, I'm glad our stories kind of have something in common. It's really not good. I fucking, and I tapped on the glass too. Cause like the guy who said that to me, he was sleeping in that room and I like tapped it to wake him up and he saw me light the flame and run away. Man. And I literally crawled right back through the window. I crawled right through the window and, wrong. and the cops ended up coming and stuff like that. And I got really lucky because the cops, the cops went and they knocked on the door and everything like that. And my buddy's mom was like, you guys are full of fucking shit. I know for a fact they've been in the bedroom this entire time. They've been asleep for hours. Go fuck yourself. And she closed the door. Nothing, oh. nothing happened past that. Nothing at all happened past oh that. Except for his wife, or he ended up having an affair. His wife left him and then they lost their business. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Don't. They're actually together now. <laughs> oh, well. They are. They are in a different town, but they're still together. <laughs> well, good for them. Let's not. All right, no more, no more detail. I don't yeah, need this let's getting not out. dox these people. Yeah. But no, tell, I, Eric, you, you, I want to hear. You're a devious young man. And, all right, so I've got a couple. Yeah. So back when like Jackass was on, we were all just trying to be shithead skate punks in Windy Hill, which is like a suburb of North Myrtle. But uh, we would take like water balloons and fill them with piss. Yeah. Okay. And this is take familiar. like a slingshot because I lived in oceanfront. <laughs> like I grew up in an oceanfront like condo so we just come off the like the balcony where i was at and just like lob piss filled water balloons <laughs> at people <laughs> and just like hang pedestrians as they yeah. were going by and shit and one time we like blasted this dude off of his bike and he like lost his shit nothing, <laughs> like, nothing yells us. privilege like that it's awesome oh dude that was that was probably like one of the funniest ones up until i met christian and then we had like a couple really good ones yeah so when we first started dating, one of our first dates was like vandalizing this kid's car who actually moved to Denver and killed himself here. <laughs> wow. Yeah, okay. All right, but, uh, he, <laughs> I like that we're really affecting humanity in a positive manner. Yeah. I mean, I would like to think that I played a hand in that. <laughs> but uh, so what we did is we went to Taco Bell and got like 10 soft shell tacos yeah. and covered his car. Shell tacos, like supreme ones. So we did that shit. Covered this kid's car with sour cream, soft shelled tacos on the windows. Oh, I was just saying. I was like, Jesus, if you just drove away, like even slightly fast, they just blow off. Oh, it gets better. This gets better. Oh man. So this dip shit rolls his windows down to get the ones that we put off his like passenger windows like off of his car. So it gets the sour cream just down into the jams of the door. Yeah. And, uh, his car stunk ever since, but what really drove him crazy was what Christian did. Literally the, the cherry on top. Yeah. She was plugging that night. Oh no. <laughs> she was ragging. Yeah, dude. So she rips old copper pants <laughs> and just flings it onto his windshield. Oh, get the fuck out of <laughs> yeah, here. Dude. You shit me, dude. <laughs> Christian, I'm here to say that I support that movement. Yeah. I think that's pretty fucking awesome if yeah, you ask dude, me, it, dude. It was baller. It was he's, fucking baller. He's like, it smelled like tacos, but then I sped up and I just smelled copper. <laughs> uh, dude. So this kid tries to fight me, and I, he's like, you put a fucking used tampon on my windshield. I was like, why would I do that? What was I bleeding out Where of my ass? Where would you have gotten it? Yeah. <laughs> like, was I, was I bleeding out of my ass to do that? He's like, whatever, fuck you guys. And he caught me at a gas station. Uh, the Scotsman in North Myrtle. Uh-oh, he pulled up on you? Oh, him? he pulled up and blocked me in. 
Oh no, he's so a tough I had to, guy. I had to fucking fight the kid. You seriously <laughs> littered him with gas and then like lit a match. Yeah, yeah right. I, I, run really I was driving quickly. a Mitsubishi like, Eclipse at the time. Gas station. I was driving my Mitsubishi Eclipse and just dented the shit out of it with his fucking head. Yeah. I like how, I like how Alex's first thing is douse him in gas and kill him. <laughs> Why not? I Protect mean, yourself. You're vulnerable. I feel like arson's a big thing with you two. It's also no, us. Just like Skyler too. Don't don't, don't let Skyler get away from this because he he and He's, I man. Yeah. He and I used to really really dance with the devil as far as the fucking fire's concerned. So, so He's we been got whispering an secrets story too. every time. So me and Christian, when we first got together, the guy that we littered his car with uh, tacos and tampon. <laughs> Uh, tacos and tampons yeah hell of a food truck one of our first dates was burning <laughs> down a porta potty on water tower oh okay oh, i missed that road dude that was dude, a good place before it all got like developed and shit we, we were just like doing dumb shit and this kid like we drive out to water tower to go smoke weed and shit and this kid douses this porta potty the one that killed himself douses <laughs> the porta potty that was a cry and, for help uh, yeah <laughs> <and> fucking gasoline <laughs> But and lights it, but throws a thing of like BBs in there. I'm like, what the fuck is that gonna do, dude? There's no gunpowder. <laughs> yeah, the wrong fuck? thing. He threw like a ten dollar thing of copper BBs in there, uh, and then an axe can, just like trying to blow shit up. I, I get the like, axe can, but yeah, the BBs but can the BB, be used for more mischief. Yeah, but yeah, we we torched a porta potty. That's pretty funny, dude. Like, and I like, I feel the tampon thing. I actually, I pulled a tampon prank. I, I forget whether or not I told this on the story or I told this on the show, but, um, there was, I know for a fact, I mentioned on brass tacks that I had a teacher named Mr. Rogers who we just fucked with relentlessly. And one time I went into school like way earlier than I should have because I was planning this fucking, I was planning this prank for like a while. I got I got a hold of a ton of tampons and I had colored them in with like red sharpie and stuff like that, and I got to the classroom before everybody else and I just put them everywhere, all over the floor, on desks, on the teachers' desks, in some of his drawers, on the whiteboard where they hold the markers and shit, everywhere. So I leave I leave the tampons there. I waited for some kids to get in the room and shit like that and start like being like, oh my god, what's going on? And then I walked in like, what's all this? You know, I sound like Brian Regan walking in there. Who would have done such a thing? You know, and I sit down and the teacher comes in. He goes, oh, this is about, this is about flat, nasty. Everybody out of here now. Oh, and then, man. I'm That's assuming he was a Democrat. That's well, my favorite, yeah. though, the, like the Southern like old guy. Well, no, he's flat, nasty. Like, yeah. Flat, well, nasty. he sounded like Hank Hill. That was like verbatim he he sounded just like that but he goes all right everybody out right now we all start getting up he goes except for the girls he made all the guys oh, no. he made all the guys stand out in the hallway while he while he gave the whole class of girls a talking to about sanitary products and he ended up calling in the janitor and the janitor was the one that picked it up and was like this is a motherfucking sharpie <laughs> like, oh no he was just walking around sweeping up my tampons that i had dropped all over the place <laughs> I would have immediately, if I was a teacher at that time, I would have been like, this is like Abercrombie's fault. Those short ass skirts. Like, right. People are not wearing underwear these days. <laughs> this is fucked up. Oh, man. I mean, we've all had that teacher that we can, we just know we could fuck with. Yeah. Like, it's the endearing. one in North Myrtle was hurt. I'll even dox it. I'll give her a whole net fucking name. I don't even care. Miss <laughs> Millette. So we used to fuck with Miss Millette like weekly. Yeah. Like, it was just a thing. Like, one time we'd like, spit into condoms and like throw them on her desk <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> we would uh another good one that we did was 
put her heads down and just like slowly moo when she'd walk by. Oh, that's my poor woman. Was she fat? Oh, of course. She was. Okay. She probably had the diabetes. Ah, uh, you know, she had the sugar. Yeah, she definitely probably had the sugars, dude. Poor woman. But, uh. Fucking savages. Then in there. the girls in the class started to like make orgasm noises when she'd turn her back and like write something on the board. Oh, and shit. She was illiterate, dude. Like, she could not really read. I've so had teachers like would, that in the past. She would, like, mispronounce shit all the time and, like, get facts wrong about World War II. Yeah. Just, like, write the wrong fucking date. Yeah. So anytime we'd, like, try to take the test, it'd be wrong. <laughs> so we, there's a book with the facts in it. Yeah, there's a book with there. the facts in it. But uh, she would fucking <laughs> send somebody out of the class so quickly to ISS. Like, yeah. there's this dude behind me that made a fart noise and blamed it on me, and she sent me out of the class for, to go to ISS yeah. for the day. Dude, and, ISS used to be the shit kind of Dude, ISS like, was lit, bro. That's how I found out about a lot of like good music and shit. There was one kid in particular, he was always in ISS, and I used to go, not super frequently, but when I got caught, it was usually for something really good. But, like, every time I'd go in there, the ISS guy would be like, Rick, and I'd be like, here, and then he'd get to that kid, and they'd be like, so-and-so, and he'd go, Slipknot! Really oh, loud geez. and shit. So I was like, all right, I need to figure out what this kid's all about. He's going places. Oh, <laughs> shit. Anybody else have any more stories? He dropped out. He dropped out? Yeah, he did. He, he dropped out. How much of your class, like, your graduating class dropped out? Oh, I don't know. I left. Um, I left the regular high school that I was at, and I went to the academy. Okay. So it was a much smaller class size, but I'm pretty sure like everyone that was at the academy graduated. I was a dipshit and went back to North Myrtle for Christian. I was well, at whatever. the academy for like uh, pre-med and I was just like, nah, I'm going to go back where the pussy is. Right. Well, we should never judge others on matters of the heart. Yeah, That's what I nah. always like to say. And, yeah, I'm, I mean, and I'm saying that as a subtle like nudge to someone that, you know, gives you a lot of shit. Exactly. I don't appreciate that. She needs to step off. Baby boy. Eric's my baby boy. And I don't like when people say mean things about him. Yeah, nah, fuck that shit. Like yeah. him possibly handling people's fucking meds. <laughs> That's, I'm glad you went back. I wasn't going <laughs> to handle meds. I wanted to be in like yeah, the, the death field. He wanted to be at a corner so he could yeah, get them before well, they well, turn. That's not, you yeah, I, want, I was, I, well, you have to like have a basic understanding of anatomy and shit. My buddy works across the, or across town at the morgue, dude. He wouldn't believe the kind of pussy he's pulling in. <laughs> <laughs> dude, he's even selling people like 50 bucks an hour, man. It's crazy. <laughs> that's a steal. Have you seen some of these fucking hookers around here? Their have prices you seen are outrageous. that DUI victim last week? <laughs> if you can get over half of her head being gone in one of those lopsided, misshapen tits, it's actually pretty hot. <laughs> Just fuck her throat. Yeah, dude. Throat hole. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is taking a turn for the, the horrible. Yeah. Let's let's wrap this up. Rick, give us some plugs. <laughs> All right. Well, of course, uh, Brass Tax Podcast, everywhere podcasts are found. Um, you can follow me personally on Instagram at SlickHando, um, Twitter at SlickHando. Make sure you follow us on Instagram, the Brass Tax Podcast. It's at the real Brass Tax. Uh, Facebook fan page, Brass Tax Podcast, pretty much everything on the internet, Brass Tax Podcast. And if you don't like us, I will find you and we'll probably do some stuff to your house. Fuck yeah. And this is the Vulgarians Podcast out here in Denver for the week. We're going to record another episode here to come out later on uh, in a few minutes. But follow us on Instagram at Vulgarians Podcast, Facebook, Vulgarians Podcast. Twitter Vulgarians underscore pod because they're a bunch of Jew fuckers and won't let me actually put the true podcast name on there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> download our podcast. Subscribe. 
That I can't push that hard enough. Fucking fuck yeah. subscribe. Fuck Hit us yeah. with that Christian drop, and let's get the fuck out of here. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs> cool. Did you want to plug something? Yeah, do you want to plug? No, no, no. Yeah, right. let's plug something. I did the last show. I don't plug anything. All right. I was about to say, then why the fuck did you even? You can just let me talk. I mean, just... <laughs>